The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your babyest brother, Griffin McElroy. The countdown is on in beep, just seven beep, days. Beep. What's in seven? Four, what? 20. Oh, I get it. Like the Start weed, the is, that's the weed number. Countdown to weed day. How? It'll be it nice bad? when everyone's finally allowed to have some weed for once. Is it bad that 420... This year falls on a Sunday. Is that, that going no, not no, only it's also off, Easter. Not only off Sunday, like the sun. It's the Sunday. It's the most Sunday ass Sunday there is. It, Easter Sunday. It's a very Sunday. Sunday. Um, Man, I'm, I think you would feel bad about blazing it. Yeah. Hey, what if you saw the the Easter money, and when he came down to your chimney, he was like. Are you gonna blaze one? Because it's four twenty, and he was like, and you were like, yeah, I am. And then he and then he, he took got, off. He took off the Easter Bunny head, and he was Willie Nelson <laughs> the whole time. That motherfucker loves eggs. I haven't um, weeded ever. Dad, stop listening. In a long time, I haven't had weed. Um, but when I did, I used to make things out of Starbursts. <laughs> yeah, like I used sculpture? to smoosh them well you could smoosh them together and um there's a picture on facebook a, a long time ago i may have removed it at this point of me and i made a horse out of starburst yes that infatuation began a long long time ago um and then i'm just sort of putting my mouth over it as it stands triumphantly on a table and i would party on that so i think about this convergence of like a day of the year where starbursts are deployed in, in massive numbers. And then also, you get to chief on some gangadank on the side. If you think about it, I mean, it really is a perfect pairing of the two holidays because mm. it's the only time in which you're going to be fulfilled eating peeps. Well, it's a miraculous, it is uh, actually a miraculous confluence. Like, uh, it, it should always land on the same day. Do you guys remember that one year, that Ecstasy Day, which everybody knows is the 51st Tuesday of the year? Um, and Christmas were at the same time, and it was just like the lights. <laughs> <laughs> that plant has lights in and around it. I get super, super quiet when I when I X out. Uh, so everybody, make sure you get your candy and then get your candy for four twenty, because it's coming, and you know that I'm going to celebrate it. Like I do every Easter, watching Mythbusters with my wife's grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> when are they going to do an Obamacare episode? Um. <laughs> I am in need of some witty responses to people I've just met. The problem is that I have a highly unusual name. 
so much so that I've had to pull out ID to prove it's actually my name. And when I meet new people, I usually get a comment or compliment about how they like my name. It's always been awkward for me, so recently I've started responding with thanks. I got it for my birthday. It gets a good response. Oh, I like that. Uh, I know this line will get old after a while, so please, brothers, I need some comic genius to come up with new responses. Fancy. <laughs> yes, it's my real name. Uh, like, like the. I, I mean, can you beat them to the punch? Like when you say, like, my name's Fancy, so this is your one chance. Don't let me down. Yeah. I mean, that is, you I think, probably the that? joke all three of us were planning on. I decided to dropping. execute it faster. I mean, uh, yeah, more, you're, you're, you're the oldest. <laughs> <laughs> and without any sort of real punchline. It's more Isn't that sketch. song about a prostitute, though? Uh, it could be applied to all manner of professions. I always thought it was more like a sort of a geisha host situation. But <laughs> yeah, Fancy was offering the girlfriend experience. There's no yeah. sex exchange that's never made, that's never writ large. That there's no. uh, sexual favors exchange. She says, just be nice to the gentleman, Fancy, and they'll be nice to you. I assume she means to offer the girlfriend experience in some sort of Japanese host bar. It also says don't give up the butt fancy, though, in the second. <laughs> don't not give up. It said not till the fifth date. In the second don't bridge, it says, up. here's your one chance fancy, don't give up that butt. And then <laughs> that's in the live edit, not in the studio version. In the earlier <laughs> EP, in Reba's first EP, there was a lot of anal. Don't give up the butt for less than three big three big when you, three big that's three hundred dollars that's not very three, big i can think of way three large <laughs> what no three large is three thousand three big is three hundred what's three huge three million three is three is three dollars <laughs> just three dollars that is not a fancy price for a butt when you tell people your name is fancy and they doubt it can you say something like oh it's short for fancerson can you correct yourself and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I meant Nancy. And then just <laughs> walk away. Did I say it's fancy? It's short I'm for like, Nancy. My name is Fnancy. There's, it's an F apostrophe N, like, a, like a, a Lovecraft name or something. Can you clarify afterwards, you know, like the ketchup? Fancy style. <laughs> you're, a fa- you're in a fancy style ketchup. Sure. Fancy ketchup. Yeah, you don't ever want plain style ketchup. It's just no, red water. Fancy, 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 fancy. It's a fun name to say. Ooh, ooh, Griffin, you just made me think of something. Maybe just say your name so much that it loses all meaning. Oh my god! And they can't. You don't know those are. You. And you sit there, go. Hey, it's fancy, 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 <laughs> fancy, 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 fancy. Um, you could become. And the then president. they walk away, and you lose yeah. friends. <laughs> you could become the president of our United States of America, and then that name would be sort of the same concept. Like the name would be so normalized at that point because it's like, right. You know what I mean? Like you guys, like, like there are, had to be an uptick of like Barack's. Yeah. Or like Barack Obama at the very least. Like when somebody names a kid Barack, it's not like, like the mortal Kombat fighter. Like, no, that's Barack. Stop it. <laughs> Get your shit together. Here's your one chance. Fancy. Don't let me down. Okay. I, I don't know what to tell fancy. 
That's a tough I really play. like saying it. I know, I do too. Fancy, 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 fancy. Fancy, here's... Fancy, 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 Okay. Which episode of My Brother, My Brother, Me should I start with? Try 196. They say fancy over and over again for three minutes. What if... Okay, here's what you do. Tell them your name's Fancy, and when they're like, Fancy, say, well, that's my middle name, and I go by that. And then they say, well, what's your first name? And I want you to say, Exquisite. I'm exquisite fancy delight. <laughs> That's my name. Sounds like a cat food brand, but it's not. It's a name for me. It's a name for me. I got it for my birthday. And then they'll be too I, busy laughing. I'm a 20-year-old Australian man. And I recently got my first credit card, having been using debit to pay for things since I was 16. <laughs> Growing up, I have seen friends and family get into all sorts of nasty trouble and don't want this to happen to me. What is some advice you can give me to avoid poor spending decisions and build my credit rating without being swallowed by debt? Much love, credit concern in Sydney and Hachi Machi. Have you ever come to the right place? For this I mean, just, don't make don't paint us all out to be like fucking debtors. We didn't all we didn't all fall in that Venus flash. Two trap. of the three of us are are really bad at credit. Uh, um. Here, let me break this down for apparently the question asker and my two older brothers. If you have $5, you can spend $5 on your credit card at the very maximum. Probably don't because you'll probably need some of that money for other things. But if you just have the five, then don't spend six. Here, here's, I was taught this by my wife where she is much smarter than me. And here's what you do. You put uh, an auto debit on your credit card for like a phone bill or your gas bill or your electric bill, and then an auto debit at the end of the month on your credit card to pay it off with your debit card. So a bill that you were already going to pay with your debit card, you pay with your credit card, and then you just pay that off at the end of right. every month. Uh, don't if you have an open account, don't uh, don't close it. If you if you have a card that you're not going to use anymore, don't close the account. Just leave it open. Because, again, that's more available credit, that, which is good for you. Travis's suggestion, well, really, let's be honest, Teresa's suggestion is, is yep. a good one. I, I use that for some subscription things just to keep the, uh, he, keep the credit rolling. Here's a helpful suggestion from Travis from my life experience. Buy, invest when, in hams. Don't invest in hams, thank you, Travis. Griffin. When, you, when you charge things to your credit card remember that you owe the credit card people money and don't forget to pay it for months on end. That's Is great. That, that's a, yeah, that, that's job, a great Trav. advice. Remember to pay your credit card bill. Basically, don't forget. Like, don't fuck up. Because Don't be a fuck up. Don't be a fuck up. Because I. that's what I did. I like. I did live the first Can you drop 25 years of my life just not believing that it would catch up. <laughs> I, yeah. I was no, trying, I completely agree. I was trying, I was taking that like Tim McGraw song, literally. Like I was spending- It wasn't like, even was out trying. yet. And you It were... wasn't out yet. And I was still like, I was investing in the production of that record. Like that's how bad it was. Like, yeah, I'll pay for you to make a CD, Tim. What's it called? Live Like You're Dying? I approve. I was, I mean, I got in really bad- trouble like with credit card and i ran up a huge bill and then i couldn't pay it and it seemed like uh this is how i get you because they've you they extended basically i signed up for a credit card this is how fucked our country is and me 
Uh, I'm not going to take the blame for this. I signed up for a credit card at a Reds game to get a free hat. <laughs> and my parents were like, I guess. And I was 16. They okay, sounds like a lot of people fucked up in this situation. Yes, everybody's A hat up. to ruin the rest of your life? Yeah, sure. Cool hat, though. <laughs> Great hat. Is it snapback? Right. By the time I was in college and working uh, 15 hours a week at Best Buy. No big or deal. No, sorry, 15 hours a week at Babbage's. Why do you need a credit card? You have all the money in the world. <laughs> well, good news. My credit <laughs> limit was extended to $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> I literally believe that there was there were two guys in like at working at Chase. Like, I look at this dumb shit. I bet if I jack it up, he'll, yep, he did. He did he it. Did. He did it. He, he filled it up again. He spent more. Oh, he went over. He just bought a $30 bag of Doritos. What a dipshit. <laughs> I hate this guy. I hate no, this I had a huge... I mean, it got to the point where, like, the, the, the interest was building faster than I could pay it off, and I eventually had to get, like, a Declare loan. Declare bankruptcy. Oh. To, no, I didn't file bankruptcy. I had to get a loan to pay my shit so I could finally pay the shit off. I had to do that, like, that, like meet them in the middle thing where they're like, well, we're never getting our money out of this guy. Um... So just like be smart about it and believe me, like if you're listening to this and you're in like a scenario where you think it's never going to catch up with you because like that's for adults, it's an adult issue. Like you will eventually be an adult. I promise you that's how it works. And now that I have monitoring on my credit score, I really get into it because like my credit score is decent now because like I'm watching it all the time and like seeing, oh, cool. I'm up. Here's here's the other important thing. Hey, young listeners who are just starting off on the road to good credit. It takes like one fuck up one like mispayment you know one collections thing and then like seven years to build that back up i lapsed on a on my student loans which i didn't even need because i had the promise scholarship everything was paid for uh except for um my video games and shit and i was like seven thousand dollars for free fuck yeah fuck no that was a bad (laughs) move that did not go well for this guy does anybody, do any of the three of us have better credit scores than our wives? No. Rachel beat the shit out of me, which Listen. sucks because when you go in for a home loan, they go with the lowest persons. And so Rachel was like, did her credit test and was like, oh, 1450. I didn't even know it could go that high. That's like, better yeah. than I did on the SATs. I just got a, a, a red frowny face sticker that says, no, no, no. <laughs> I literally, when I called, so after I paid off my car and I needed, I, I think the car is broken and I needed to buy a new car, I called the credit union that I had gotten my first car loan with and said, like, hey, I'm interested in buying a car and I wanted to see if I get, and the, the, my representative just laughed and went, <laughs> no. There's no, no way. Here's no. how stupid this stuff, and I'm sorry about this completely unfunny 10 minutes you've all listened to, but maybe somebody will get something out of it. Uh, uh, when we went to buy a house, I had like this horrendous, horrendous credit history, right? And I was working. I didn't even have like a full time job. I was basically a a contractor uh, with AOL. I didn't have like a salaried position, right? And I had six thousand dollars that I spent on nothing. In co- I mean nothing. In college, this six thousand dollars of debt had student loans, had all this shit, and a terrible credit history. But I was still better than Sydney because Sydney had over a hundred thousand dollars in med school loans. Right, and it's like if you as a bank could just make the next logical leap, 
you would see that she is probably a much more sound investment than myself. Or maybe but they he, assumed, like, this jerk spent $6,000 on Pringles and beef jerky, so she must have spent $100,000 on Pringles and beef jerky and not all the goddamn <laughs> doctor knowledge that she put inside her fucking skull. Uh, just don't, please. Don't spend any money. Don't spend any spend money, money for any reason. Just just make wise decisions and always be working towards the goal of having good credit. Yeah. Or and, and you will do just fine. Just get on Mint. What are we talking about? Just get on Mint. They'll take care of all this shit for you. It's the best website. Man, uh, how long until we get our show on Saturday mornings on NPR telling people about finance and shit? Yeah. We're gurus. We're, fi- we're, gurus. we're credit gurus. Credit gurus. Uh, how about a Yahoo? Yeah. This Yahoo was sent in by Mike Burroughs. Thanks, Mike. It's by Yahoo Answers user Happy, who asks, Why are most people's parents so dorky? <laughs> so throughout the years, I meet people's parents. I must say that 99% of them are very dorky. Where did these people grow up? What did they grow up around? They just look so out of place in my situations and events. <laughs> For example... When I get invited to weddings, I see a beautiful girl getting married. And then see her parents, and I go, what in the world? She came from those two? It just doesn't match up. Even with friends, I have met their parents. They are very, very dorky. You look at them, and then you say, how in the world did this guy end up with such dorky parents? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> He's got I, a point, like most of fucking parents are big nerds though this is dork this patrol is you know what i mean absolutely true absolutely true but you know what guys i am four months away ish less god like yeah about four months away from the birth of my daughter mm-hmm. okay and i have to tell you the reason that parents are look the way are dorky is because if they're anything like me i have gotten to a point where i'm just i'm just out just <laughs> Don't give. I'm just out of the, what you see as a dorky and out of touch parent is a person who is just out of the game. Which They're game are we? Which game? The game. Done. It's a running up joke, it. right? That when you when you get married or you get into like a serious committed relationship, you let yourself go a little bit, right? Because it's like, oh, I found the person. I have to imagine it's like that with kids, but twenty times that of like, oh, I'm never gonna be cool again. Bye, everybody. I don't think it's talking about. I don't think it has anything to do with weight, though. I think it's just like you don't. No, I'm not saying parents are fat. I'm saying (laughs) how come all parents are super fat? I just I'm saying that you reach a point where just like you are sort of preternaturally drawn to lighter shades of jeans. You are just going to wear lighter and lighter and lighter jeans. You know what I mean? I kind of pale robin's egg blue. I feel bad for the people that are in the game, constantly having to be in the game. For me, I married a beautiful, intelligent doctor, right? I am Garth Brooks, and I have had my platinum records. I am now in my Chris Gaines phase, where I just kind of do what the fuck ever, because who cares? I already, I'm already out the game. Except I, I, Chris, I Gaines, the game. Chris Gaines looked super good, though. He and also so was cool. non-existent. He looked super great with a little bit of I'm scruff saying, in his emo hair. I'm just saying, what I'm saying is that I'm out. I'm done. I might dip back in to see how the game's going, but, like, there had to be, for me, there was a moment of, 
Like I, I and I, it's 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 been constantly reinforced because um, I would I would be when I was a younger person I would think how are how are you older people like not into this thing like you're missing out on so much and now I have uh, a a thirteen year old sister in law who will get into stuff like Snapchat right or or Instagram or well like right fr- Riley's on Snapchat she's not a, I don't think she's actually on Snapchat but anyway that service got a bad rap anyway she's on Instagram or whatever. And I'm just, I think for me, the moment was Pinterest. I decided that, like, I don't know what that is, and I'm not gonna know what it is. And I'm not willing to find out. And I'm not willing to find out. So, like, the game can keep going, and I'm just gonna be back here. Like, I finished my rounds. Now it's somebody else's turn. But I'm not gonna get dipped back in. You have to realize, though, that, like, that idea of, like, what are you into now? Okay. And, like, dipping back in to check and see how stuff's going. That's what this question asker is talking about. That's the nerd shit. That's the, ah, Pinterest. Let me just pin my kids. Hey, kids. Got some pins for you. Push, 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 push. (laughs) That's what you do. You push pins in your children. Is that Pinterest? To punish them. To punish them. For Snapchatting. For Snapchat. I caught you Snapchatting. Come over here. Got some thumbtacks. Not the tags again. gonna put them on the bottom of your shoes turn you into a little benverine <laughs> that's how i'll punish my children is i'll turn I'll, tur- I'll turn them into unsuspecting tap dancers <laughs> that it's it's i try just trust me on this that like a, like grown-ups parents are not as bothered by how out of their game they are as you like you you would not go out of the house in pants up to your belly button they don't care they're out. But that's they're, not they're, every parent. Here's what, here's what I can't wrap my mind around. I feel like right now, in this moment in time, for at least the next four goddamn months before Justin ruins this whole dynamic that we have going, I feel like the three of us are not nerds and we're not super, like, trying to be super cool. We are at this very comfortable medium. We are at this very, like... Nice mid zone between those two extremes. Our density is such that we're floating, we're floating on the oil, but below the but water. But below the water, that cool ass water and that nerdy, stupid oil. We're somewhere in the middle there. I don't think once you become a parent, you can maintain that equilibrium. You go either like, hey, Kent, or like Harry Styles, like fucking one way or the other. And I'm <laughs> terrified of that. Yeah, I've, I've always been so cool. I'm worried. Uh, uh, I'm not saying you're cool. I'm not saying you're cool. You're kind of a fucking dweebo, but you're not a huge dweebo. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're we're yeah. the we're the goddamn day. You walkers. are manageable. We're the you goddamn manageable day walkers of coolness, and like I don't think parents can maintain that shit. They either try super super hard, and I've met some cool ass parents, or they become fucking Rick Moranis in My Other Dad. What's that movie I called? Think- my other dad <laughs> got it in one. <laughs> I love I. You know, every so often, whenever we do these questions, it's always weird to me. Like the one detail that really sticks in my mind from the question, and in this one, it's ninety nine percent of parents he meets because that means this dude's met at least a hundred parents. Well, you ninety nine of them were dorks. Yeah. Otherwise, he's like cutting people in half or he's judging people like a quarter of them was pretty dorky, but the rest of it was okay. Dan said some cool shit once. <laughs> Most of I'm going to bump up. that down to 99%. Most of Not the time, 100%. Up, 
I I just I feel like that once I have a kid, I'm I'm gonna try to be as uncool as possible, oh, God. but not in an aggressive way. I want to be cool in like a constant, steadfast, reliable way. Like I'm still like you can always be, trust Justin to say something dorky. To no, not to say something like I am just gonna like crystallize and maybe like we have people who have done that in the world. Like celebrities, for example, who have crystallized exactly where they are, and then the world comes back around. They find them again. Look, I have a great example for you, Sam Elliott. Sam oh Elliott God got to 1973, damn. and he's like, well. This is me now. Uh, <laughs> this is me. This is who I am. This is where I get off. I'm going to trap my whole spirit in a magical painting. <laughs> okay, Sam Elliott. I'm Sounds just gonna good. live here. I'm gonna keep the stash exactly like it is. Mm-hmm. It's 1973, and I'm, I'm gonna stay right here. I'm gonna get a, all... man, a mantis alien monster to freeze me in his <laughs> in his chrysalis. Now maybe I'll meet y'all down that trail. Maybe I won't, but I will be exactly. See you guys. Here. <laughs> see you guys in Ghost Rider. I will check you all in Ghost Rider. He is the proverbial ribbon that we tied around a tree in the forest. Like, where are we? Oh, there's Sam Elliott. Sam okay. Elliott is our constant. He is our constant. Oh, we, man. I'm, say, I'm saying that call, Sam Elliott got off. He was like, well, this is working for me pretty good. I'm just going to hop off here. And then we come back around. Big Lebowski comes back around. Uh, Parson Rhett comes back around. We all come back around and say, hey, is Sam Elliott still... Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's still exactly right there. He's cool again. That's going to be me, I think. Eventually, maybe in 2040. You feel comfortable just go ahead and throwing out that you're going to be the Sam Elliott You're, you're comfortable future. saying that you, right now, you are cool with forever. No improvements, I, no tweaks, no changes, no chopping, no screwing. What I'm saying is that if society gets to a point in 2040... <laughs> Where they're like, you know what we need? We need to find a chubby guy in a night trap t-shirt. <laughs> that that'd be cool. I'd be like, well, if only someone had locked that down thirty years. Someone locked that down, and then they'll be going through like microfiche, and they'll find like an old newspaper clipping of me. Like this guy, there's no way he's still. He is. He's been waiting here with his friend Sam Elliott and his daughter, who loves him just the way he is. Oh. Uh. Hey, Justin, why don't you throw Wirehead Ned into the Sega CD? <laughs> Problem, Sam. <laughs> hey, Sam, you want to listen to some new music? I enjoy? Absolutely not. Don't go against our bargain. <laughs> listen, you know the rules of staying in my lodge. <laughs> basically, it's basically full house. If you evolve, you have to leave. Stagnation is the word. Was the watchword here at Sam Elliott's? I- I only Stagnation want, Lodge. I only want to listen to live slide guitar and watch you play full motion video games. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we got any more of that good sarsaparilla. <laughs> Let me check the cooler. Have you figured out which kind of TV dad you're going to be? Like on the TV dad spectrum where you're going to land? Um, I hope you go Carl Winslow. I was I'm thinking gonna- Carl Winslow. I'm going to go Breaking Bad, I think. Oh, Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Gotta get that paper. Okay. I'm a guy in my 30s who got into cycling a few years ago as a way to stay fit and keep busy. I've really grown to love it, and I try to do it as much as possible. Problem is, I want to incorporate this activity into things I love doing, like getting coffee or visiting the local microbrewery. Uh, in order to do this, I would have to go to these public places all sweaty and clad in my lycra shorts. Am I good? Am I allowed to both stay fit and drink beer among non-cyclists, or do I have to leave the luxurious lycra and click 
squeaky clacky shoes at home. Uh oh. His parents been, from, parents been dishing out some thumbtack punishment. <laughs> that's from a sweaty cyclist in St. Catharines, Canada. My, I don't my think, inclination of this is to just say, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> well, because, like, if you get... Jo- okay, so it would go like this. You ride your bike down to the, the coffee shop. You roll in. Somebody sit in the corner judges you for being a cyclist. They're judging you for, like being fit and enjoying an outdoor activity that's healthy for you. I think it depends. I, I, it depend. like if you did this in Austin, I think people probably wear Lycra shorts here sort of recreationally. So I wouldn't sweat it as much. I mean, you will, casual Lycra. you will sweat it. And I don't understand how you're cool with that. Like I'm pre- good for you. Good on you getting fit, riding. I can't understand how you can be so cool with your shorts comfort game being so 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 off. <laughs> I don't own a, I don't own non cargo shits because like I need a you need a, you need to breathe. It's not even breath. It's like I just need my whole zone to exist in like a safe spot. You know what I mean? Here's the thing, ditto. Shorts, but here's the thing. Shorts, Shorts are comfortable and easy to wear. And if they're not fitting that description, they ain't shorts. They ain't shorts. Just... They're dick prisons. Or vagina prisons. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's physical comfort, but there's also like emotional, mental comfort. You know what I mean? Lycra like... is emotionally, physically, spiritually, economically, <laughs> unsound materials <laughs> to wrap around your zone. I see someone, when someone arrives at the same place as me when they're cycling, I just, I can't help myself. I just feel really, I, I feel really envious, but also perplexed. Like, where, like, I don't understand any of that lifestyle. Like, where did you, where do you put your bike? Where did you, where did you get a bike? How do you get your bike over the curb? That's the thing what I could you, honestly never master. What do you do? How did, where do you put it? How, what if somebody steals it? You're stuck. You're stuck. Well, I live here now, I guess. I live here. God damn it. I'm a ghost. I don't know how anybody gets into the biking lifestyle, but it seems like really, I don't know. It seems like cool. Like Dave so, Lavender, our, our buddy Dave Lavender from the Herald Dispatch, he rides his bike like everywhere. And every time he shows up, I feel bad. I start, th- it's like self-doubt. I'm like, I don't know. I I guess I could have tr- could have ridden a bike i don't have one but if i had one i guess i could have ridden it i didn't he, need to drive he rolls up like sup i got here for free and i lost a pound yeah <laughs> you did like, that you did that coming here you just did that <laughs> getting like i got here and it cost me 45 dollars in gas and i got fatter because of course i'm gonna eat those combos i left in the glove compartment <laughs> my big fear about biking everywhere is what if i get to a hill because then I would have to, I'd have to call a cab. You need a Google Maps where yeah. it has like traffic. It can be like, this is, this has a four degree incline. Like, ah, fuck, find an alternate route. This will take you on a toll road and it'll take you four hours longer, but there's no hills. But cool, it's cool, flat cool. all the way. Flat 100% of the way. Oh, man. I wish I could is bike. It- I, I really do wish I could bike because like, I don't know. It's like a two wheeled horse. You get that freedom, that wind in your hair, and, like, I love that shit, but, like, really, how do you get it up on the curb? 
You could do that sweet move where you kind of skid to a stop and slide sideways and gravel sprays out into the nerd's face. Right. I will have to do that every time I get to a curb because I don't understand how people get there. Dad tried to teach me that shit when I was like seven years old. He's like, yeah, you just lift up on the handles and you do like a little backwards butt scoot and the wheel just goes up and over it. I'm like, okay, let me give it a try. Fall dead every time. (laughs) So dead. So dead. And like I could do that when I'm seven years old with my goddamn rubbery bones. I'm all brittle now because I can't drink fucking cow's milk. Uh, that is another thing. I'm at a point. I don't know how it. I got to this point in my life, but like I'm at a point now where a fall could be tragic. <laughs> every every. <laughs> it could be game changing. Not just tragic, yeah. like for you physically, health wise, but also tragic, like if you see a seven year old crash on a bike. First of all, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, hysterical. <laughs> second of fine. all, second of all, you, you you look at me, you're like, look at that scrappy kid. He's probably right into a softball game. If I fall on a bike. I will be laughed at for a year. What were you doing on a bike? I'll end up on or a worse fucking- worse yet, everyone will rush to your side in a very concerned manner. Oh, no, 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 sir. no, no, Sir, are you okay? I can deal with that. I would be embarrassed by that. If I fell here in Austin, I would end up on like the front page of a zine. I would be, <laughs> I would be laughed out of town on a rail be, that they would put me on because they wouldn't trust me with bikes anymore. <laughs> There are so many, like, bike-literate cities that if you fuck up a bike here, if you fuck up a bike in a super bike-literate city, your bike ability will be revoked, and you will have to get on a Razor scooter, and that won't last long either. Uh, The the, uh, Huntington has a bike lane now. I don't... uh, Just the the one on one street? (laughs) No, I mean, downtown, there's a lot of bike lanes, and the way people have decided to use that is that... uh, Drivers just get like super luxurious about opening their doors when they get out of their car. Oh, this is this is fantastic! I'm not even gonna look. I got room to breathe. Whoosh, whoosh. I'm gonna check. Oh man. Uh, Let's go to Muddy Side. This message is for Chris, and it's from Esme, which is an awesome name. And Esme says, You are my best pal and ultimate co-host of Four Star Dog. Having you in my life and my pack makes me one lucky gal. Here's to ultimate laughs till we're old and shriveled. What is Four Star Dog? Is that a podcast that they just sneak in? <gasps> Some advertising. How could oh, you no. do this, Esme? Um, oh. It's not popping up. Maybe it's an underground. Maybe it's on the deep web. Ooh, Esme, I'm going to look that shit up. I will be very cross. I mean, we said it and sil- did it. It's if been broadcast. Silk Road podcast. Oh, my very- God. I got a message for Jeff from Steve. Uh, Steve says, happy birthday. You definitely have a birthday sometime this year. I hope this message reaches you in time, which is a, a unexpectedly sort of intense for a birthday message. But anyway, thanks to you and Caroline for being great friends and introducing me to Mabim. Bam. That's the name of our show. How did you have oh, fucking okay. problems saying that? You've oh. all set back my dissertation hundreds of hours. I hope life is good in Chicago. Here's to more beer, more trivia, and more tennis in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Two of those things are those awesome. I was into. Sure. Uh, so happy birthday, Jeff, whenever that happy day should occur. Uh, and how about we tennis? How about, so, how about a little bit of weed tennis? How about weed tennis? Puff uh, uh, puff serve. So, uh, <laughs> guys, did you notice how puff puff serve? 
Thank you. Thank you. Travis always has a secret joke in there that's like super. That really does happen every week. Well, we miss it completely. Every week, someone tweets something at us like, "What? That's hysterical." What was it last week? Somebody tweeted, and I was like, "Fuck, that's good." And then they were like, "Yeah, Travis tweeted said that out loud to you (laughs) during the show." And you fucked it and you missed it. It was the Listen, piano, when you piano said as mandate. much shit as I did. We were talking about the piano mandate. We were talking about the Billy Joel station. It said it was called the piano mandate. And Justin and I were just like, well, here's our joke. <laughs> <laughs> piano mandate. That's hysterical. Okay. So anyway, Good work. Thank you. Because there's a channel that. that plays all Billy Joel. So it's okay. Still hasn't changed, by the way. Thanks, SiriusXM. Really made me believe in myself. Did you guys notice how I was on time yes. for the show today? I the, can't. That's mm. okay. Did you notice that? Um, I was a little late, but I wasn't as late as normal. That's because I was grabbing a shave before, and normally I do the wet shaving thing. It takes me like 100 years. Mm-hmm. And th- today I tried a uh, kit from harrys.com, which is, uh, they give you, they're a supporter of the show. They deliver a better shaving experience for just a fraction of the price. Uh, I got this great, it's a great razor. Uh, a lovely tube of shaving cream, some really funny shaving instructions, and backup razors. Can you explain the funny shaving instructions? They're funny. I mean, it's funny. It's like it's humorous, like in a funny way. It's a funny, they're funny shaving instructions. I don't know. What do you I, want? I I usually don't jam on like just like you know razor because um, I have a very sensitive uh, skin and it tends to break out if I just use like a regular razor. But that thing was dope. Like was the razor we got from Harry's gave me such a smooth shave, and it was very gentle on my delicate skin. It's uh, convenient and get it online. Fifth for fifteen bucks, you get that kit that we got. It's in a really pretty box, uh, and it, it includes a handle, three blades, and shaving cream. It's shipped right to their door. It's three, like half the price. Three German engineered blades, Ooh. so you know that they are made of hard metals. Because that's what yeah. the, what's that's what Germans are. That's what Germans love. Uh, it's made. It, it was started by uh, one of their co-founders is Jeff, who is the guy who uh, started friend of the show Warby Parker. He knows Warby Parker. I guess your whole butt. face is going to one day be catered to. This Property is by Jeff. Jeff. Jeff has opened up a septum piercing salon <laughs> that you can just go to and get that Jeff, whole eyeball replacement. Jeff's my face guy. Jeff's my go to Jeff, Jeff. Jeff does my face. I got Susan. Who does my shoulders? And I want to be clear here: this is a shave kit for everyone. My wife enjoys that as well. So everybody, go check it out. It really is a pretty sweet set. You're gonna love it. Harrys.com, and you use the coupon code My Brother, and that's gonna give you. Get this: this is really good. Harrys can give you five dollars off your first purchase for uh, for all our listeners. My Brother is that code. It's all one word. And uh, the web address is harrys.com, so go get your shave on. I, I love how Please. many how many uh, of these righteous organizations have been supporting us lately. I do miss the freedom that Extreme Restraints afforded us in being able to choose our own extremely hackable promo code. <laughs> <laughs> I forget where we left where we left that. I forget what the last one. It was Sexabunga. Ah, oh, Sexabunga, so good, so so much viral promise. Moving on to uh, 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 once you're smooth shaven, you want to tell people about it. How? Twitter? No. Too short. Facebook? Too grammy. Uh, Tumblr? No one knows what that is. Maybe a website brought to you. MySmoothFace.com. MySmoothFace.com, a Squarespace (laughs) joint. Can I use secret to tell everybody about my smooth face and then they won't know who has it? 
but they will know that one of their friends is enjoying a very smooth face. <laughs> and they'll start going around touching the faces of all their friends like, nope, it wasn't Roger. Griffin, while I register that domain, can you um, please tell everybody about Squarespace? Squarespace is a platform that allows you to make a website, um, which sounds intimi- intimidating. Doesn't have to be, because they have really beautiful designs that you can sort of kick things off with. And then you have all the style options that you could ever need or want, and then you can chop and screw it. And if you have a problem with that, because maybe you're not so good at the deep web, uh, you can contact their support team, which they have available 24 seven. Um, and you can make a logo using their, their logo generator for your website, a little fav icon maybe. Um, and it's just $8 a month, and that includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So um, Squarespace, it's it's really good. They've been a, a good supporter of the show, and we've heard from a few people who made some some good-looking websites. It's got responsive design, so it'll work on Ooh, any I device. Love that. Um, and you can start a trial with no credit card and, and start working on the website. Uh, just go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MYBROTHER, all one word. That's my brother, all one word, to get 10% off your first purchase. Um, your first purse. Your first purse. <laughs> and uh, yeah. That's Maybe first you want to do like firchpurse.com. Listen, guys. Sell some first purses. Please, the- I just got my smooth face. I can't go get first purse too. Listen, the web sucks, um, but Squarespace is going to let you fix it one, one website at a time. That's not oh, the God. tagline that they gave us, but it's the one that I'm giving them. We, it's the one we deserve. <laughs> it's the web is not great lately. I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with it. All of my sites are their posting <laughs> schedules have become so erratic and <laughs> Homestar Runner doesn't update enough. They did update it. Earlier yeah, this month. Fair. They they deployed the first update in like nine years. God, I miss Homestar Runner so much. Hold on just one second. I'm setting up the forward here. Okay. Are you really setting buying I uh, just had to grab it real quick so nobody tries to steal it. What's the web address? What's the URL? My smoo- MySmoothFace.com <laughs> Try it. And it redirects my brother, my brother, and me. What's up? So try, paying- fart pa- try Fart Patrol. <laughs> that, I like this That game. one redirects to my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> It's a pretty good game. Let me try butt slammers. <laughs> All right, go, Justin. Okay. Uh, butt slammers is a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just super quick. I uh, want to remind you guys that the uh, second annual Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival uh, is brought to you by Max Fun. It's coming around. It's It was a lot of fun. The first time, so you guess, doing it again. You're assuming because you didn't. Get I to assume go on I didn't. Particular nautical out. adventure. Yeah, but uh, their ship's gonna set sail from Port Canaveral for three nights in the Bahamas, July 25th through the 28th, uh, and uh, it's gonna have Moshe Kasher, Chris Fairbanks, who's like hysterical. If you haven't met the guy, uh, Kyle Kinane is gonna be there. He's hysterical. Uh, Chris He's Fairbanks. the one that almost murdered us with, with yeah, laughter. With laughter, uh, Natasha Leggero, Morgan Murphy, who is also hysterical, also John Roderick great. of the Long Winters, like from the Use of Our Theme Song, "It's a Departure Off the Album, but Bed." That John Roderick, 
he's going to be like there on a boat where you just talk to him. MBD. God, God damn, that uh, makes me so angry. I know. Pub quiz, shuffleboard tournament, lots of fun. So, okay, go to boatparty.biz right now and get your tickets. It's going to be like pretty much the best. So go do that right now. I feel like I we've been like able to keep it pretty cool if we like meet people at at like Max FunCon and shit like that, like people we really admire. I don't think I could lock it down for Roderick. I do not think I do not I think it would be like a reprise of when Justin and I met John Hodgman and you embarrassed me just so so bad. I did I did a great job. You did a really good job of taking a picture of us over and over again in a dark bar with flash on over and over and over. So <laughs> funny. Um, I treasure that picture. It's number one in my camera roll. I'll never get rid of it, and I'll only tweet it every day. Hi, my name is Rishikesh Hirway, and I have a podcast called Song Exploder. In each episode, a musician takes apart one of their songs and piece by piece tells you the story of how it was made. You get an inside look into the creative and technical process and a unique view of a song by hearing just the drums or just the guitars or, say, just a Wurlitzer piano. If you're a fan of music, if you make music, or if you just like to learn how things are made, come check it out on MaximumFun.org. Thanks. How about Yahoo? Yeah, please. Um, This Yahoo was sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? Who wants to know? Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user Mike B, who asks, who will take over for Jimmy Buffett? (laughs) So, I'm a huge Jimmy Buffett fan. I just love his laid-back style. That makes you wish you were on a beach with a couple Coronas and a boat. So, hold up. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Hold up. One second, my dude. You're on a beach... (laughs) You're on the beach. You're you're on the loamy sands, kicking back a cup, dual fisting Coronas, and then somewhere there's a boat, just like I think it's one of those things where it's like the boat has washed up onto the beach and it's flipped over. Maybe like there's like and, permit crab crawling. Out it. It's just you on a beach, some babes, some Ronas, and an old old rotten boat, <laughs> old rotten boat full of sailor skeletons. That's um, all. <laughs> Since his style is so unique and hard to match, uh, I was just wondering if anyone had any ideas on who will take his place when he stops making music. Probably Stephen Colbert. Uh, has anyone tried to match his styles? I'm pretty sure every musician ever just heard that and was like, I'm not really interested in doing that. I actually think there's a you could make a compelling case for Kenny Chesney. As a as a as a suitable like like where if you look at the Kenny Chesney like career path I think Kenny Chesney could take you down like down that uh, road. Like, I don't. He I, got he's obviously more country inspired. Right. That's like, I'm a not thing. than Jimmy Buffett. I'm not gonna like argue that with you right now. But what I will say is that he has had a lot of tracks that are in the uh, milieu, if I may. Of uh, of a Jimmy Buffett, uh, I mean, obviously he's got the novelty hits. She thinks my tractor's sexy. Sure, yeah, don't mind if I do. But I mean that. But I mean, has Jimmy Buffett ever written a non-novelty hit? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett has a he he's a he's a storyteller, and his music uh, uh, is trans- his stories. And I'm not gonna, I'm his, not going to let anybody who only knows Margaritaville. Sit here and fucking dump on son of a son of a sailor. Son of a son of a sailor. Cheeseburger in paradise. paradise. 
Yes. Son of a Son of a Sailor is not a novelty song. It's a song about growing up. Jesus. Um, I'm saying that if Kenny Chesney ever drank a Corona or a margarita, he would age super fast and die like the bad guy in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. I think if anything slipped between those sweet country lips other than a Bud Light, if he drank a Bud Light lime, he would have seizures for two days. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with I'm I'm right now looking at uh, Kenny Chesney's greatest hits two. Okay, the, these are like just some of the tracks on Kenny Chesney, and tell me if you are not getting a Buffett vibe. Out last night, young summertime, beer in Mexico oh when the God. sun goes down. No shoes, no shirt, no problems. The good oh. stuff. I'm alive. Duet with Dave Matthews. Especially that last one is super. Hold on, I, I have to buy that last one on iTunes real quick, just so I can listen to it and make fun of it. You know, it's. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. Kenny Chesney is a slightly more country influence, slightly younger Jimmy Buffett. But Jimmy I, Buffett's. I think about when you have a track called "No Shirt, No Shoes, No Problem." Yeah, you're setting yourself up. Is that a cover? Like is that Prince. a Buffett cover? I Buffett Buffett actually called him after like hold on there Buckaroo hold up <laughs> I, I gotta ready? check my song list because that might be one of mine I ain't ready to kick no. yet I might have already done that one um I just think about like if I'm kicking it in a hammock on a beach mm-hmm. with a boat with an old old rotten skeleton filled boat and then I hear like a steel guitar it's gonna bring me out of my vibe a little bit. I'm saying thematically, yes, this, the, the, the ideas espoused in Kenny Chesney's works the are man certainly... A, the man has a Christmas album called All I Want for Christmas is a Real Good Tan. He, after he published an album with that title, he had to get a fucking DNA test <laughs> to make sure he was not Jimmy Buffett's son. <laughs> Legally You're speaking. saying if Jimmy Buffett committed a heinous murder... Then Kenny Chesney could be convicted of the crime. Have you guys seen Looper? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just saying, is it possible? Oh, man. I mean, there's only one solution, right? We have to cut off Kenny Chesney's hands. (laughs) And then we will see if Jimmy Buffett responds. The man released a CD called Just Who I Am, Poets and Pirates. Okay? Oh, this is a fun game. You should set up a game where you just read, like, song titles. Okay. And then okay. we have to guess if it's Buffett. This is great. This is great. Okay. Hold on a second. All right. So we're back. Here is the game. I'm going to tell you uh, uh, titles of songs. You're going to tell me if it is a Jimmy Buffett song or a Kenny Chesney song. Are you ready? Yes. I am ready. Can I use the internet? What? No, you cannot use it. What are you talking about? No. Here we go. Grapefruit, juicy fruit. Definitely, definitely Jimmy Buffett. Chesney. It is Jimmy Buffett. <sighs> Guitars and tiki bars. Definitely 100% Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Buffett. Sorry, that's Kenneth Chesney. <laughs> Kenneth! Kenneth! You fuck me, Kenneth. Here here we go again. Sherry's living in paradise. If it has paradise in it, fucking Jimmy Buffett owns a trademark. No, it's 
it's Chesney, and I bet it's actually about someone being dead. Uh, that's Kenny Chesney. God damn it. Here we go. Should Another I guess? One? I'll guess Chesney on the next one. Okay. This is an easy one. Okay. okay. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. Definitely Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Correct. Correct. That's Buffett. That's a good one. That's I twisted it, it on you because you thought you were going to trick me because I said I was going to yeah. guess Chesney. Pencil thin mustache. Chesney? Buffett. No, that's Jimmy Buffett. Fuck uh, my... Damn it. I thought there's no way Jimmy Buffett would sing about such wispy facial <laughs> hair. <laughs> Brown eyed girl. Jimmy Buffett. And no Van Morrison, but good try. <laughs> uh, 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 okay, uh, just a couple more, because this is a slam dunk game. Uh, Last Mango in Paris. Chesney? See, I'm going to say Chesney, because that sounds so much like a Jimmy Buffett song. That is actually James Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking dick. He All he has to say is the name of a food and a place. And it's a song. Right. He's like the Elvis Costello of putting food in places. Okay, I'm I'm going to hit... We're going to go to the lightning round. You ready? Yes. Ready for the lightning round. How has this not been the lightning round the whole time, though? This is the lightning round. Are you ready? Lightning round. And here's the thing about the lightning round. You guys have to agree. You can't just each pick a different one. You have to agree on okay. it. Here we go. So the lightning round will be categorically slower. Slower. Than slower. The other Here we go. Here we go. Life is good. Buffett? I'm going Chesney. Oh, fuck me. God damn it, Travis. When are we going to get together on anything? Come with me. Come with me on this, Griffin. I'll Chesney. go with Travis on the Chesney Express. Kenny Chesney. Yeah. Yes. Good call, Travis. Soul of a Sailor. Ooh, <sighs> see? That Buffett. sounds so... But wait. Buffett, okay. Buffett sucks ass, right? We can agree on that. Buffett's terrible. He's not a good musician. <laughs> I don't think he's so bad, though, that he would release a song called Son of a Son of a Sailor, and then also... <laughs> unless it's the fucking sequel. Here's a sequel to my last joint hit. <laughs> also about to great. You guys are wrong. But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead with your wrongness. Stick with Buffett. Buffett. It's Kenny Chesney. God damn you, Justin! <laughs> you can't. Alex Trebek isn't like. Are you sure about that answer, pussy? <laughs> you sure you want to go with that one, pussy? Okay, stupid. And then they change. Uh, He's like, I just got you. Turn out the light and love me tonight, Kenny Chesney. That's gotta be Chesney. That's Kenny Chesney. Yes. Boat drinks. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not a song. I'm sorry. Not One a, more time. Not a tune. Boat drinks. Not a track. Boat sipping. I'm gonna go trick question. All right. This is the point at which Griffin edits in a little bit of boat drinks. Boat drinks. Boys in the band ordered boat drinks. By no. James Buffett. No! From the album Volcano. Sunshine, Coconut Women. All right, that was, uh, that was Sandy Butts. Beach Ball Corona Hour. <laughs> uh, I just really, what, I, the, what I'm pointing Palm out is... swaying, Beach Babes playing. <laughs> pointing out is that J- James Buffett is much... Is the shittiest. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on My Brother, My Brother and Me, uh, advice show for the modern era. We hope you've had as much fun as uh as we have here um thank you to squarespace and harrys.com for their for their stewardship uh and and make sure to go check out boatparty.biz yeah boatparty.biz go get your tickets to that uh big thanks to everybody who bought tickets to the other show that we had that went up um i know not everyone still 
got tickets to go. I really hope that people will, like, honored her request not to buy tickets if you already had tickets to the other one because like to me it was fucking crazy how fast they sold out um i, I if we see you at all three shows we will humiliate you we'll Just embarrass you, know. you we'll memorize the faces at each show yep. and we will humiliate you in front of everyone and then we will have you escort no we won't do that we you know. that's gonna be a very fun very long day for us uh yeah. so i guess apologies we'll- to the people who bought tickets to the last show because you're going to no, be getting the, gonna, you're gonna be getting a snickle fritz at that point. No, that's going to be the one where we're drunk. Yeah, that's going to be the punch drunk, you know, Spaghettageddon style. Oh, yeah, don't promise people Spaghettageddon if we can't deliver Spaghetti. Spaghettageddon 2. Somebody get a spaghetti between the 4 o'clock show and the 9 o'clock show. That's what we're going to in your pockets, you dirty <laughs> birds. <laughs> if everyone, if all 150 people bring a pocket full of spaghetti, <laughs> we could probably eat a whole table full. And li- listen, if you come up to me thinking you're cute and try to hand me spaghetti from your pocket, I will fucking rabbit punch you. <laughs> and you, you will black out and spend our show that you paid good money for in a coma. That's what I, that's my promise to you, the listener. Um, Don't but, do that. But sorry if you didn't get in. We'll we'll do more shows up there. Listen, we fucking we slept on live shows for a while. Um, I like I guess we were kind of busy, but like we we're we're. I feel like we don't play the we're just three guys card very often, but we don't know fuck all about planning live events. So like no, but we're we trying really to don't. get on. You it. need to understand that when we do shit like this, it is a crazy, crazy thing of us getting like super, super outside of our comfort zone. So like it's it is a it's a big undertaking for us to even do like a couple of these things a year, but we're trying to do more of them because we know we fucked up and didn't get out to see you guys. Um, so we're gonna do more of it. Um, also, if you know somebody who wants to be our manager, who's like professional at it, and like, who will do it for free, he'll do it for free. You guys like, are like, I'm not kidding. I would, I, I mean, if we could take time off work, and like, if we had a tour manager, like, I would do, I would do a, a week or two with you dudes. Why are we having like a meeting about this right now? I'm just, hey, everybody, turn off the podcast. Turn right off the podcast for a minute, so fellas. Oh, so I'm thinking we could do like uh, a straight down the East Coast, start in Boston, go down, yeah, end in. Vero Beach, Florida. Mexico. Oh, sorry. Vero Beach? Okay. Yes. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners in Vero Beach, Florida. <laughs> I have a boat that washed up there. I've been meaning to get back to it. It's full of old skeletons. It's full of skeletons and, and weird crabs. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so... Listen, oh, if you if you have questions uh, for the live show, if you're going to be there, start sending them in now. Because we'll need a Just fuckload sure. of them. Yeah, because we've got to do three fucking shows that day. Just make sure that, like, if you're going to be at the one thirty show or the 4 o'clock show uh, or the 9.30 show, that you put that in the subject line so right. we can do it when you're actually there. Uh, and uh, if you want to be nice and uh, offer your, you know, if you got tickets to more than one show and you want to offer them up to people who didn't, that would be great. But Sell them like, for 300 premium At a premium price. <laughs> a markup value there. I'm saying like $7,500 you could probably get. Uh, and there also is going to be like standby at the theater, I think, if you go by before the show. I would be so. very, very, very careful to like, I don't think it's going to be a substantial amount. And like there were a lot of people who didn't get tickets. So like definitely if you want to try for it, go for it. But it is not. A lot. We by any stretch. We of the promise that we're gonna we are gonna come back very soon. We 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 underestimated the number of people who would want to see us, and that's a good problem to have. But it's uh, that doesn't you know it doesn't make it better for you. So we promise we will we will come back very soon. Now that we know how many of you want to see us, and also 
maybe we'll have somebody who can actually like help us and knows anything at all about anything. Um, um, I'm going to thank, we already did it, but John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, Into Departure, which is on the album Putting the Days to Bed. Um, seriously, guys, get that get that album. Thanks to everybody tweeting about the show, like Scotty Moe, Ryan Lynch, Michael Wenzel, uh, Nick Kay, Matt Volk, Alexander, Strauss, Blistifer, Josh, James, Chris Letty, Cheetour, Amy Wozni. Uh, thank you so much to all of you. Uh, for, for tweeting about it, use the MBMBAM hashtag when you tweet about our show. You can follow us at MBMBAM. Um, and check out all the other shows on the Maximum Fun Network. Um, there's so many, man, and we seem to just keep ma- adding more every day. So go check it out. Well, not every and day. That would be I, fucking crazy. No, every day. We've got 6,000 shows on the go Maximum listen to, Network right go now. Go listen to Song Exploder's new Jimmy Buffett episode, uh, in which Buffett like breaks down all of the complex layering that he did on his song. Beach ball fantasies. <laughs> beach son of a spirit of a beach ball fantasies sequel the sequel. Uh and that's gonna do it for us. Beach balls bouncing. Sand crowds pouncing. Go on. Bouncing. Do you have a last question? This is the shittiest beach ever. Just kidding. Every beach is great. I'm Jimmy Buffett. Have a pineapple. Eat this pineapple off my, my bo- pocket. Eat this pineapple off my body. Okay, Griffin, last question. Each. That has to exist, right? Uh, this last... <laughs> probably, yes. Uh, this Yasu... This Yasu... This Yahoo... This Yasu era fat. This Yahoo... This Yahoo... This Yahoo Night's Mystery was sent in by Alan Black. Thank you, Alan. It's by Yahoo Answers user Cassandra, who asks, What if an alien weapon caused you to switch bladders with Taylor Swift? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. I am so proud to be an American and to be hosting Throwing Shade with you. I am proud to have really deep brown eyes. Well, this is a, actually supposed to be, you huh? know this is supposed to be a, hmm? a, a thing so that people listen oh, so to our show. I've just been so busy this week. Oh, okay. But I'm very happy to be here. The podcast is called... It's called Throwing, Throwing Shade. Shade. You're the co-host. Right. Yeah. So, uh-huh. uh, to Throwing Shade, we talk You're about... You're the gay co-host. I'm the female co-host. I always forget. We're friends in real life, kind yeah. of. And we talk about lady and gay issues. Yeah. And we talk about them in a way that that, that they that is really disrespectful. Yeah. If you like, love the world and hate yourself. Please listen to Throwing Shade. Yeah. 